0: All right, guys, episode 48 of the podcast with Patrick, the owner and founder of Epic Spreads, and I've had him on the show before, but this time I really wanted to go in depth with the early days of Epic Spreads, what he had to overcome, what kind of obstacles he had to go through, and some lessons that he learned, so hopefully you guys that are listening can uh, take some advice or just some, some lessons from him and his story, so uh yeah i hope you guys enjoy it and i'll see you guys on the next one all right peace i don't know just talking to talking to interesting people and cool people i really love to do that so i don't know it just it doesn't feel like a job
1: well it's not when you're doing when you're living your best life that's what it's all about like who wants to work yeah (laughs) i don't (laughs) yeah so i don't know what were you what were you up to today um Uh, yeah today was today's been a pretty eventful day um we had an event over in hollywood oh shit godfrey hotel they had this rooftop showcase thing so that's lit. I was out, th- out there doing my campaigning. And then after that, one of my buddies was hosting a cannabis like cocktail bar. Oh, so shit. they were making like uh, cannabis drinks. Kind of like co- okay. cocktail style. So uh, with the taste and everything taste yeah, cocktail, they're, it, taste. yeah, they're based off of cocktails. But okay. instead of having alcohol, they had like, you know, those syrups. Yeah. So that's pretty cool, man. How was that? It was fun. There's a bunch of cool brands and just hanging out and meeting some of the peeps. And now I'm here. <laughs> hey, it's lit. Yeah, but I don't know. Does that did it? It doesn't feel like work. Oh no, no way. No, because if you think about it, if if it felt like work, there's no way I would be doing this much.
0: <laughs> For real, man. <laughs> because you, know, you drove, dude. You drove straight from there to here. Yeah, huh? yeah. So I That's left, awesome.
1: you know, I left out of Ventura around like noonish, then down to Hollywood, then the Valley, now here. That's awesome. All just in a day's work. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Just interviewing cool people. That's what I've been up to. Just interviewing people um, yeah. uh, like this guy, Kremlin the Frog, Mark. <laughs> it's so cool just seeing people do what they love to do and it being manifested into like the, this world.
1: Oh, exactly. I totally agree because I've seen your uh, your growth since the last time I was on here. I don't even remember how long ago that was.
0: It's probably like... A year and a half ago, probably. at least. Well, yeah. that was before the the whole pandemic, I think.
1: No, it was. Was The it? pandemic was really going on. It was like. I oh, it
0: was. It, I remember. I think it was we around, did. like
1: the beginning of it at some point because I met you at Gold's. Yeah. And um, yeah, lots changed. Like the world's a crazy place.
0: <laughs> so that was like March, like what, January, March? April, around there, like probably, 20. Yeah. Tw-
1: yeah. Whenever Gold's gym was open. <laughs> well, they, they were closed for at one point and then they're open and, you know, so yeah, it's been a while. <laughs>
0: Dude, I had to build a whole setup in my backyard to work out and stuff. Yeah,
1: that's what got me all into the like Sex yoga stuff was because of all the gyms closing. in it. I was already doing that before, but I just kind of like, leaned into it more. Yeah, because I wanted to still work out, and it's been fun. How's
0: the progression from when you started to now? How's
1: uh, you know, I've made a lot of improvements, I'll say say the least. Because um, like last time you saw me was I was still doing like my flows. I've been working more on my my handstand practice a lot. Yeah. So that's been pretty fun. It's getting better over time.
0: What's the process of trying to uh, better
1: your handstands? That's a good question. <laughs> do a we We're going to go deep. Yeah, do thousands and thousands and thousands of them Yeah, yeah. until you don't suck as much. <laughs> because, you know, uh, to be honest with you, when I was first trying to learn how to do a regular handstand, I was like, yeah, I could probably pick that thing up in a couple of weeks, you know, I'll just practice here and there after I was lifting. I was like, oh, I'll just practice it, you know, for a couple of weeks and I'll probably get it. That was, uh, that was not, the, not the case. <laughs> it took me a solid year of like practicing consistently daily to be able to hold one decently, not even like that good, but hold one decently. Mm-hmm. So you really underestimate how long things take to learn. That's what this the whole journey has taught me is how long it actually takes to get good at stuff. Mm.
0: that's what i that's what i learned with just going to the gym honestly like i remember just wanting to to throw on a plate when i when i could barely put on 25 you know and it's like through time it it just it it just constant reps that you're putting in literally
1: literally and
0: metaphorically yeah
1: literally i I always say that all the time it's like you just got to do the reps yeah you just got to practice yeah because anytime you see a professional do something there's a reason why they're a pro That's why I tell people. It's because they make it look so easy that you think you can do it. So you have to get to a point in whatever you're doing where you make it look so easy that anyone thinks they can do it. That's how you know you're becoming a pro. Mm. But the only way to do that is literally thousands and thousands and thousands of hours and reps of doing like the same thing over and over and over again.
0: Uh, You know what I've been thinking about too is uh, recognizing how far you've came too. Because I think that's, that's, um, for me looking back i'm like wow that, that that's yeah. been a lot of progress since yeah. then
1: yeah because when you're in it yeah. you don't really think that you're actually doing anything that's what's funny cuz like you're just on your daily you get into your routine we all like to get into kind of like routines you know yeah yeah so you kind of just get into your routine and you don't really like track your progress like i'm not constantly taking like a ton of like videos and pictures all the time i do it here and there but i'm not like doing it daily um, so you tend to not notice a lot of improvements like on the day to day it's people that haven't seen you in, like, a couple weeks or a couple months or even, like, a year or two. They'll be like, damn, dude, what happened? Yeah. You know? And honestly, you're going to be your own uh, toughest critic, so you're not going to ever think that what you're doing is ever it.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, that is that. That is true. Yeah. Um, also, I wanted to talk to you about Epic Spreads because I don't think we, like, last podcast, we really didn't talk about that
1: yeah i don't remember (laughs) yeah yeah
0: it was very uh brief but
1: yeah yeah. kind
0: of how how did how did it start and where did it start
1: oh the i the whole idea of like where it came from yeah yeah um the way it came about was i was already making my own peanut butters just for myself because when i got into working out i used to be very very skinny and I remember reading all the bodybuilding magazines because I was trying to like, you know, get big. We all go through a phase. Where we're trying to kind of get bigger when we get into the gym. Yeah. It's yeah, a thing. Yeah. And I remember like on the diet, it said something about eat peanut butter. So for myself, I've never been a huge eater. And as a skinny guy, you got to eat a lot of calories. So I started just eating like spoons and spoons of this peanut butter, just a lot of it. It was, a, it was an easy way to get in the protein and the calories. And then over time. I just like to make my own stuff, so I just started making my own thing, and I was eating that for quite some time until uh, I was kind of like, I finished going to VC, and I was trying to figure out what what I was going to do with my life, Mm. and I was just kind of like floating around doing like temp jobs here and there, and then I got a job with the county as a corrections officer Mm -hmm. working in the jail, and I was like, well, I guess I got to get a grown-up job. This is like my way of thinking back then because... What am I going to do? I got to do something. Yeah. And, you know, before what I was doing was not it. So.
0: Okay. So sorry to cut you off. What time was that? Like Like, what, what year?
1: Um, 2016 ish, somewhere around there. Okay. I want to say 2017, I don't know, somewhere around there. Okay. Yeah. And so I was working this job in the jail and I hated it. I just like, I'm like, I don't know. I just don't want to, I don't want to be here. I don't like being told what to do all the time you're on a a schedule where like they pretty much tell you when you got to show up you don't really have any say you get mandated to do overtime all this kind of stuff so you can't really like live a real life outside of it Mm. and i was thinking to myself like this is going to be a long 20 30 years (laughs) i would get anxiety over thinking about like there's no way i can sustain doing this for you know that amount of time because then you'd see
0: for me when i uh worked a job like that i'd see people that are Forty, fifty. yeah and yeah it's like they they, they, they don't look very happy you know no. they don't
1: the main thing that i definitely observed about a lot of people when i was working like just jobs in general like back in the day is you can tell the people that felt like defeated in life like the way they carried themselves you know just slumped over like in their eyes their eyes didn't have that brightness to it yeah so i remember like seeing people like this and i was like there's no way I feel like I still got life left in me. You know, I don't want to give up on myself too, you know, too soon. Yeah. yeah. Because I think that's what happens to a lot of people is we all have like a dream of what we want to do when we're a kid and we think about doing that. And then as we get older and more and more time gets goes by and you start getting older like, okay, you're mid twenties, late twenties. Uh, I think sometimes as guys we go like, you know what, that dream is probably not going to be a thing. Mm. So I should just do this other thing that's going to pay the bills. So you kind of just like give up on yourself. Yeah, which is uh, pretty sad if you think about it, but that reflects in the way you carry yourself because you know that you gave up on you. It's sad. You know, those people are definitely not living their best life.
0: Yeah. That yeah. I mean, it starts with with you.
1: Yeah, yeah. You got to believe in you, or else there's nobody no else. Yeah. yeah, how it would how? Even,
0: if you can't believe in yourself, how yeah. can anybody else believe in you?
1: Yeah, so, like, that's the thing I noticed about a lot of these uh, these guys. They were just, they didn't look happy. And for myself, I'm like, you know what? I'm still young. I might as well just try something else. You know what I mean? Like, the worst comes to worst. I can always just do this job again because I know how to do it. Okay. So that's kind of where, where I decided to just, you know, I had the idea for the peanut butter thing. I'm like, let me just try doing it. I was just started selling on the internet. <laughs> That's how it happened. <laughs> it's just like I got just like people were just ordering it off Instagram. This is before I had like a real like website. It was just kind of like this most basic website. Yeah. And, of course, I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> you know, as I'm doing this. But I just decided just to just do it because mm. what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, yeah. So I was at that point, you know what I mean? And, you know, you might as well take a risk on yourself at the end of the day. Cause like in my opinion, like in the way that I think, it's like I'll figure it out eventually, give it enough time. Yeah.
0: For me too, it's like uh, it's just problem solving. Like yeah. when you run into an issue, it's how how, how am I going to solve this? How am I going to yeah overcome this obstacle? And and yeah, it's, I feel it. I feel
1: it. Yeah, you're going to constantly run mm-hmm. as you're trying to do your thing. I, obviously, as you know from doing this podcast, just like you're just what I call putting out fires. like a fireman. <laughs> because there's always constantly something that's going to crop up and you got to like put energy towards it because it's a problem. Nothing ever runs smoothly ever. Mm. We all think that things are going to run smoothly. Like we think we're going to have our idea and it's like, people are just going to love it and it's going to, you know, be a smash hit. And honestly, it's not because like your first stuff is going to suck. Yep. It just is as part of it. Yeah. You got to like get, you got to suck to get good. Yeah. At the end of the day, not for, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like a lot of people try to start stuff and of course, after a couple months, they're like, you know, where's the success and where's the energy? They're actually losing money because they have to put in their time, energy, and effort and resources into starting their project. So you're technically losing money. And a lot of times when they're not immediately good at something, they just give up. Mm. You know, after a certain amount of time because, like, the motivation wasn't really for, you know, the right reason. Because you wouldn't give up on it if it was, you know, your, your real thing, if you actually really, truly did love it.
0: Yeah. So, okay, so... I you start the Epic Spreads, and then after that, probably the first year, how was it? How was that first year just trying to get all the resources and get yeah. it, you know?
1: Yeah, that was a uh, – because you have to figure it out as you go. There's yeah. no way – there's no one that I knew that was doing a business like this, else was food, and so just Google. You know, I'm just, like, Googling everything to get the proper permits and licensing and stuff. So in the beginning, you're extremely inefficient at what you're doing. So you're gonna be spending way more than you actually need to, because you don't know what you're doing, and you try to do. You're gonna try to cut corners. Most people do because they're trying to save money, and then it ends up those uh, corner cutting ends up costing you more, mm. because those people that you hire to do like whatever job you're trying to get done, they're not really professionals, and it's not as good as it could have been if you just paid the pro. Mm. So, the, like one thing you learn as you kind of have some experience is, cheaper is not always best. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm, and you know, it comes with the equipment too, because like you've spent a pretty good amount on the setup, yeah, and you can tell the difference between like the cheap stuff and like the quality stuff.
0: Oh, for sure, definitely. Yeah, and the people, uh, uh, it's for. The, I feel like it's for the people too. It's for the enjoyment of exactly
1: the content or the the product. Yeah, because that's one thing that's really important. I, I talk to my team about this all the time, because I've been doing this idea, this company, this business. For you know like five years yeah and the way people react to the product today versus how they reacted back in the day it's like night and day Mm. even though the product is almost the same
0: What? so what would you say from that five years or you said five years you said so from that five years what has been that factor that really changed the uh, people's perception or not perception but um, just their reaction to the product
1: Yeah, it has to do with making something attractive. So when you're at, we we sell a lot at these little pop-up events, festivals, and stuff like that. And so a lot of times people will just like come out, they'll put their stuff on the table and go like, hey, buy my stuff. And then of course that doesn't work because they don't even know what you're selling. You know, and this thing that I struggled with for the longest time is like, hey, how come like people aren't really, I mean, I believe in what this is, it's good, but it seems so hard to, you know, difficult to sell because I thought I was selling it and then i started kind of just thinking about what people normally look for when they're coming to things like they come to it because it looks attractive so you have to make something look attractive where it's gonna peak you know catch their interest so they're gonna want to see what it's all about Mm -hmm. and for me ever especially ever since i started doing the thing with the, the power sticker making it about everyone else yeah you know like for me i created a vip experience for the customers and it's all about making them feel special because how often does someone get to feel like they're the special one? Normally not. You know, it's actually pretty rare that, like, someone feels, like, acknowledged, heard, like, it's all about them. Yeah. You know, so, like, the thing I try to create when I meet the customers and stuff is, you know, it's all, it's, like, their moment. Mm. To make it all about them. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And also, like, a community yeah. aspect as well, right? Exactly. Because, yeah.
1: you know, it's all about spreading positivity, boosting each other up. You want to see everyone win because that's what it's all about, you know, abundance. For all, sure. All the good stuff. Because like yeah. uh, you know you tend to attract the kind of energy that you give out, mm. so that's what it's, to me it's all about like everyone else having a good time too.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and um, so that so that first year, uh, you know you ha- you had issues or uh, obstacles with, uh, you know finding resources and yeah. stuff. What what was the. Uh, it, I don't know. What are some of the obstacles that you came came across? Because I'm just curious myself. Cause yeah. Well, cause starting a business for myself, like I, I still need to. Yeah. Um, like I, I'm, I want to hire someone. So. Yeah.
1: Well, it depends because it depends on what kind of business you're doing. Because of what the kind of business I was doing, it's food and manufacturing, so you're dealing with like way more uh, rules. Because mm. you have to, things have to be to a certain standard. You can't just like open up your garage and start like making food out of it. (laughs) You know what I mean? It has to be out of a licensed place. So the main obstacle you're gonna run into if like if you're doing like a food product, because it's the investment, you know, seed capital for the construction and equipment, like that that stuff's expensive. Yeah. You know, like actual commercial quality manufacturing equipment is not cheap. And also commercial construction. Mm. it's not cheap and then permits and architects like a lot of stuff starts adding up real quick. Yeah. It really does. It's like it costs, you know, it's gonna cost you like five times more than you thought it would <laughs> by the time you're, you know, you're set and done. Yeah. So you have to think about like what kind of business you're starting. See, I didn't know any better. So I was like, let me just do this cause that's all I got. I didn't think I didn't have any other ideas. Mm. So I just rolled with it, you know, and I'm like, Hey, you know what? I'll figure it out as I go, which I did, you know, yeah. uh, cause I believed in myself, but your investment startup is going to be high or low depending on what you're trying to do. Mm. That's what it comes down to. If you're trying to make stuff like you're the one manufacturing it, you're going to have a way higher cost Mm. versus just doing like a service for someone. You know what I mean? So it depends on what you're trying to do.
0: Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's why you got to be really into it. If you're going to be putting that much, that's the point I was trying to make. It's like, you got to be really into what you're doing because the amount of money and time it's going to cost you is a lot.
0: Dude, I I saw this, uh, video of dj khaled saying that he worked 40 years pretty much 40 years for free and then he finally got that big break of like yeah
1: yeah so that really just it's true though because like nobody sees how long see people just meet you like as is when you already um you know when you already got your thing going on and they just assume that you're always like that Mm. it is because if you notice as you start getting better and you start elevating and stuff like that it's not it's always like strangers that give you the most love because they only know you as is they always think you are like this they always thought you were cool or whatever you know they don't they don't know like what it took to get to where you are
0: yeah i see that interesting thing where the uh, for yourself you remember yourself yeah when you weren't exactly. like that so it's it's interesting yeah because that's yeah. why
1: a lot of people can have those like self-limiting beliefs because They're still like the former fat kid back in the day, even though they did a bunch of amazing stuff, they still picture themselves at their lowest point. Yeah. They haven't replaced all these good experiences with the bad experiences that they had before. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they still are reliving those bad experiences that you have to replace those with all the the good things that are happening to you. Mm. So that way, that's your new worldview.
0: Yeah. Sometimes when I start doubting myself, I, I, I look back at those days that, you know, my place when I would have uh like growing up on section eight and stuff yeah and um for me it's if I use it as fuel and motivation to be like oh shit I was there I I don't want to either have my kids end up there or you know my my I don't want to end up there myself again
1: yeah I mean that's a good point because you have to ask your reason on why you're doing anything yeah it's always got to be more than just like stacking a couple dollars you know what I mean So like the motivation for like you to never have to be like that again or if you have a family someday in the future, you never want them having that. Or anyone you care about, you don't want them having to deal with, you know, that kind of stuff. Those are the things that are going to drive you more than just getting a couple bucks. Yeah. You know, that's the stuff that's going to tap into that, like, unlimited energy that you just keep going. Because mm-hmm. you're going to keep going until you get to the goal.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. And and we're, we're kind of veering off. I, I want to, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all It happens. <laughs> 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 so, um, Okay, so first year um how about all of like the legal stuff how did that how did that
1: work you know yeah because you want to do like trademarks and all this kind of stuff so because i don't know anything i'm just like googling stuff you know (laughs) what i mean because like who am i going to learn from but you just like over time you realize this and this is something i tell people all the time now i'm like number one my life has gotten so much better when i started listening to people that were smarter than me Mm. instead of thinking i knew everything because this is why a lot of people don't have a lot of success. Like I didn't have the kind of success that I wanted to have back in the day. Because I thought I knew everything. I was an, er you know, like you have that like arrogance about yourself because like you believe in your thing that you don't think anyone else can see what you see and they're not going to help. You kind of like, people tend to get in this kind of way. Yeah. And then you realize that other people in your life that really care about you want to see you win. And they're smarter than you sometimes at certain things. Mm. So it's best to realize that you don't know everything. You can't do everything yourself because that's just impossible. Mm. You're going to realize as you're coming up that you're good at like a couple things. You know, like I'm really good at like a few things. It's in one hand. Yeah. Instead of saying like I'm good at everything because I'm not. Mm. So the point is realize what you're actually good at and then focus on that. And then other people can help you do the stuff you're not good at because they love that thing you know there's mm. always going to be someone that loves certain things so it's best to find the people that love that thing to do said thing
0: okay so okay so this is interesting for you what was it that you really love to do and oh well, I, th- I think i know what it is but <laughs> like just to go out and and meet people talk yeah. to people i feel like that's something that you love to do yeah is that part of the aspect for you that you enjoy
1: yeah you know what's funny about that that you're bringing that up is because these days the stuff that i do is like all the stuff that i hated back in the day i hated it like i didn't want to be out uh, meet people i'm like that's why i'm making peanut butter so i don't gotta see anybody (laughs) i remember we talked about that yeah so i realized over time that being hidden in the dungeon so to speak (laughs) is not really working too well (laughs) it's not you know what i mean it's like okay what am i gonna do and I was like, you know what? This introvertedness and shyness is not doing me any favors <laughs> and I'm not having very much fun. Like I'm just extremely uncomfortable. I hate it. That's why I kept thinking, I hate it. And so that projected off on the energy I gave out when people were out with me and I wasn't so fun to be around. Hmm. So over time, I'm like, you know what? This, this fucking sucks because I'm not gonna have success if, I, if I'm a shy introvert, it's just not gonna happen. People aren't gonna come to me. This is what I was thinking to myself. I better like learn a skill of some type. Yeah. So I made it a point to learn how to socialize with people, even though that sounds so weird to say. But if you really think about it, the average person could not go to a stranger and just spark up a conversation. Hmm. They can't. They're too afraid of, like, they don't know what to do. They wouldn't do it. So this is very detrimental to you because you can't connect with people and you need people to connect with so you can do more stuff. Mm -hmm. You can't do everything yourself. Um, So. I really just put a lot of work into that i tried to find a way to enjoy being out with the people because i didn't know what what i was doing so when i really thought about why i hated it it's because i wasn't very good at it Mm. and that's why people tend to hate things because they're not good at it and they don't want to take the time to get better at it but i'm convinced that you could learn any skill that you wanted to if you really wanted to Meaning you just got to put in the time to do it for sure yeah so you end up liking it though. Once you start getting good at certain things, it's fun. Yeah, like it's it's fun to be good at stuff. It is. It, it is. You know that. Why do you think people really enjoy their hobbies? Because they're good at them. So you just have to get to that point on certain things in your life. And I feel like connecting with other people, like in person, not just like through the internet, it's different. Yeah, dude, it really is different. It is. They yeah. can't tell through a screen like what you're all about. But when you speak to someone in real life, you can feel it.
0: You feel it. Uh, social
1: cues, the energy. Yeah. yeah. Way it, different. It's like night and day. So, yeah. you know, obviously with the pandemic happening, people got more and more isolated. So for me, I'm like, you know what? People, they want to connect. They want to socialize. They do. Most people, they want to they get into a little fun conversation, mm-hmm. you know, if given the opportunity to. Yeah. So what I tell people want to get better at it is you got to be the one to make it happen because the other person even if they want to do it they're not going to make it happen so if you want to control your own destiny you got to start doing stuff it's not going to it's not people aren't just going to come to you it's not how it works you know what i mean
0: yeah that that and also having having the idea but an idea is nothing without acting on it exactly yeah
1: yeah so the main thing is like figure out what you're trying to do and then take some real action and that's what it was for me because i wasn't having the success that i, I thought it was it was going to be when i first started just hiding in the dungeon putting it on the internet it wasn't adding enough value to people's life because how are they going to know what if it's great or not hmm. you know like looking back you can look back once you're out of your ego about like your beginning things and go like you know what it makes sense why it wasn't how it should have been hmm. because i didn't know what i was doing You know what I mean? If you're honest with yourself, it takes real honesty with yourself to be like, you know what? It wasn't ideal back then. Yeah. And that's called, you know, that's called your growing and that's what you want to be doing. But you have to have awareness that you weren't doing it right before. That's how you make the improvement. So for me, I'm like, okay, it's not going how I thought it should. And I guess I got to start doing more stuff and I'm like, okay, who's going to sell this better than the person that makes it? you have to be the person, you have to be the biggest believer in your thing. Mm. So I think, you know, if people weren't feeling that I even really believed in my thing as much, then they're gonna pick up on that energy. You know what I'm saying? But I do believe in my product because I do eat a jar (laughs) of it a day. When I tell people that it's, I'm not even kidding. There's 77 grams of protein per jar. It's a high protein food. And it's also all plant-based because I do a vegan diet. So, you know, it's all plant-based to get adequate protein dude that is solid and and dude and you're lean as yeah yeah you're lean and that's the thing too because I used to be like a lot you know bigger when I was into doing bodybuilding training and I was eating differently and I was training differently yeah and then I'm like you know what I got all into the yoga and calisthenics and I'm like I'm doing this plant based thing you're always like wondering, like, oh, am I going to shrivel up to nothing? <laughs> it's a am dude. i going to lose my it's, gains? It's like a dude. Like, literally, a guy will wake up in a cold sweat because he lost his pump, you know, overnight.
0: That or missed a day
1: at the gym. Exactly. <laughs> they, they literally think they're shriveling up. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Yeah. This is why it's important to not be so obsessed with your body because that right there is going to do nothing but lead to more insecurities and you're never going to be big enough and honestly like at the end of the day like being a lot bigger it's not it doesn't ma- that's personal to you you know what mm-hmm. i mean other people don't care like but it's for you yeah uh you just end up just chasing like the pump loop as they call it <laughs> I, I heard that term somewhere <laughs> that's pump. Funny. you know what i mean like yeah. you see yourself with the pump and then you're like okay i look pretty cool i look good i like how i look
0: it feels like i'm coming
1: <laughs> yeah and then like you know you shrink up in the morning so you're like okay i'm gonna get as big as how I was in my pump <laughs> <laughs> And then you get as big as you were in your pump. But guess what happens? Your fucking pump looks bigger now. Yeah. So you're never happy. <laughs> it's facts. A, That's facts. It, it's Dude, it's a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, my whole mindset has changed when, once I started training more towards, like, skills-based stuff versus just aesthetics. Mm. It's different because now when I'm, like, trying to get better, it's like there's a something I'm actually trying to get better at. It's not like an endless, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can go, like, yes, I got that one move. I can do it now. And then you just improve upon that, but it's like you're never gonna be satisfied with like how you look, especially if like your self esteem is based off of your appearance. Yeah. Uh, then it, that's when it becomes really detrimental and actually leads you know guys to being more insecure than they were like mid uh, workout, you know, like in your career of working out because mm-hmm. most guys go through the same thing. Like I've been through this before. It's like you're real skinny, routine. you know, you're skinny and scrawny, and then you make some gains. And you're like, I feel good about myself. Look at me. You know what I mean? Because you finally you put on like 20 pounds or whatever, yeah. and you then you've never seen yourself with muscles.
0: I kind of remember that moment too. Just like yeah. I think it was like two years in or mm-hmm. something like that, and I noticed, and you, I was like, Oh like, shit! When you noticed, like, Damn, yeah, I got some gains, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: This is when you're at your peak of confidence, <laughs> right here. <laughs> this moment is you're never gonna be this peaked out again. It's like you're
0: chasing that high again. You're always chasing yeah. that.
1: That. <laughs> because what ends up happening is, now that you feel good about yourself, you're noticing other dudes that are fit too. And there's always gonna be another dude that's more fucking fit than you, always. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And you're always like, damn, that guy's delts look better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a whole, it's it's literally like a, it's literally like a whole thing. All right, is that, is that better? Yeah. Yeah, it's literally like a whole thing. So you end up like constantly, like you actually look amazing. You like objectively, you can look, you six pack looking real great, but you feel extremely insecure in yourself. And that is fucked up for real. You know, you're not even enjoying your hard work. You're just insecure now. Yeah. So it's difficult. So that's why uh, it's important to not base your whole identity off of just how you look. You got to have other stuff as well. That way you're not insecure over like that. Your appearance, you know, that can't be everything. That's like one aspect.
0: Mm, That, and I feel like um, materialistic things too. Yeah. It's like their identity or their, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm guilty of this, like their car. Yeah. Um, You know, if if it were to get lost, you know, they'd be, for me, I'd be, I'd be sad.
1: No, of course you'd be sad, but you're not, like, you're not your car, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, there's car guys that their car basically represents them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they put all the en- the time, energy, effort, and stuff to building their car up. So that's, like, basically the representation of them. So if that were to go away, like, let's say it got totaled or stolen, now they don't, they have no identity anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it's important to not base your identity just like on one thing because mm-hmm. that's not even who you are you're not your car you know what i mean <laughs> you're not you're not like your ripped body yeah there's more to it
0: definitely 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 and um so i think yeah it was like le- it was obstacles uh legal stuff yeah anything, oh, yeah. Yeah, anything else uh um, um, that dude,
1: comes to your mind through- permits inspection like the whole thing you know there's just like so many hoops you got to jump through and then when you're in the process of like starting up something like this you tell yourself all the time you're like this makes sense why people don't do this you know it makes a lot of sense because it's a lot of work so it's like how can you make this easy you have to come up with a way to there's got to be you know certain kind of people that help you out help you to do that so like once you learn how to do it you can help other people go through the process a lot quicker because you don't ever know what to expect. You don't even know you need to hire a professional when you start cuz mm. you're so un- you're so ignorant. You mm-hmm. don't know what you don't know as they say. So that's when it takes time to like slow it down, read what you got to read, learn what you got to learn, take a class, we need to take class, whatever you need to do. Yeah. But there's a lot, there's honestly a lot to know. It's like do you know every law there is? Probably not. You're probably breaking so many laws that it's just like <laughs> in one day, you don't even cuz there's just so many to know. Yeah. You know, and it comes the same way with like starting up something is you're going to be just spending way more because you don't know what you're doing on like unnecessary, sometimes unnecessary stuff because like you thought you needed it but you turns out you didn't try to be like extra cautious or whatever or you go the other way you're not doing enough and then you got to pay at, you know later on because you had to get more things so it just depends so the thing to, that you have to think about is what am I trying to do and how into it am I because mm. like if you're trying to like create your own product like what I got that's a lot harder than just saying like let's say you just did a service like hey i'm good at like doing landscaping all you gotta do is to do your service that's not you don't have to do a whole thing to do that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so the barrier to entry on like service kind of things is a lot quicker if you're just trying to like hey i want to do my own thing Mm -hmm. probably doing like a service of some type would be a lot cheaper and a lot quicker to do because you can you're the one doing it and someone can just pay you X amount of dollars to do said thing. You're not going to have to get too many people involved, like, you know, permitting, building, because, like, once you start getting into construction, that's when, like, the headaches start.
0: Yeah, and then, and then so that's that's when you got, well, you you have a warehouse, right? Is, yeah. Yeah, so, mm-hmm.
1: tch, crazy. How, like, how was that? Oh, the process of that? You know, it's <laughs> funny because I'm like, okay, I got my warehouse. I'm ready to get going. I thought it would be up and running in a couple weeks. Yeah. So I didn't know what I was doing. You know, so uh, because you have to do certain things when you're doing food, we had to do some construction. So I was like, all right, we can do this construction then maybe it might take like two months. That's what you're thinking. And then like they go, plumber comes in to like put, go, put sinks and all that kind of stuff, because we're doing food, so you gotta be able to clean. And then he's like, hey, uh, you gotta get a permit. I'm like, I thought I hired you to do the permit. You know what I mean? Like I hired you to do the job and then you said that involves the whole, you know, permitting process. because That's why you're the professional. I'm yeah. not the pro, you know, that's why I hired you, <laughs> yeah. I thought. So, you know, I ended up learning a lot because, like, once you start really doing something, like, that would be considered almost major construction because you're altering the building, kind of. And that's when the costs just all, all of a sudden start skyrocketing because now you got to, like, hire an architect and they got to do all this uh, Permits permitting and, stuff. and yeah. inspections. And then your, like, $200 permit just turned into a $3,000 permit, like, overnight because then you had to add a bunch of other stuff. And the way the California law works is, like, if you're doing construction, uh, there's, like, the ADA handicap stuff. So, you're supposed to do some handicap upgrades as part of – for the for the building, even if you don't own the actual uh, – you know, because, like, where we're at, it's, like, a multi-tenant building. So, there's lots of different suites there. Mm. But if you're doing any of the construction, you have to put some building upgrades. So, I, I put I had to repave the parking lot, like, the whole thing. Which I was, oh, like, I was like, wow, that seems, like, unnecessary for, like, what I'm doing I'm not even open to the public, but it's just part of it. And then you just realize I could fight this, but then that's not even worth it. Just, you just end up just going, just pay it. You get beat down. (laughs) (laughs) It's like in that annoying, like parking ticket that, you know, you didn't really do anything wrong, but the amount of effort it would take to fight it. You just pay the 40 bucks. You know what I mean? So like a certain time you just go like, you know what? Just pay it and shut up. You don't want to be on the radar. (laughs) Because i will make your life miserable, you know, if you're trying to, like, argue with them and, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. get all in their face. Like, you know, it's the same thing when you're just dealing with, like, you know, police officers or anyone that has any kind of authority. If you're going to, like, be like that, it's they're going to make your life difficult because they have some power over what can happen with you. So that's why it's always important that anyone that has power over your fate and certain things to not be an asshole <laughs> because they're going to be like they're going to go out of their way to make it miserable for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't like to treat those people with a lot of respect, to be honest, because you know how it can be. Because they're always like telling you what you can't do. So no one likes someone that tells them they can't do X, Y, Z things. Mm. You know, they tend like, you know, someone tells you, you can't do your thing. You're not going to be happy about that.
0: Damn. How, how? I'm just thinking of like just random scenarios. How cool would it be to have that
1: like fuck you money where you can just like. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, like honestly, that's what everyone should be working towards. Yeah. Because. What you really realize, like for me, I'm not even motivated by money. Yeah, I'm motivated by the freedom. So, yes. like what you're talking about. Like yes. I just, I don't like money. Like making a lot of money doesn't make me excited. Doing more uh, stuff that I want to do gets me excited. So I mean, money allows you to do that, obviously. Yeah, but it's not like oh, if I had the goal. Yeah, I don't get, like, if $10,000 I'm not going to get, like, I'm not going to be, like, you know, doing (laughs) backflips. You know what I mean? I'd be like, hey, I can do some more stuff that I want to do with it, and I'd be excited about that. But it's not, like, you know how some people, they get really into, like, stacking the paper? Yeah. And, like, it's all about stacking the paper. And then they're, you know, they're doing stuff they don't really want to do just to get more of the money. Mm -hmm. So you never want to get into that kind of mindset because you're never going to have enough to stop doing the stuff you don't want to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you're yeah. constantly gonna be like, okay just a little bit more
0: mm. just just
1: like uh, the freaking gym yeah cause, analogy because the reality is it's like you always wonder what if people just do this in general they go like you know it's like you know it's the same thing with like you know people's uh you know how they do relationships these days you know because they're on tinder and they're swiping right and they're like well what if someone's cuter right around the corner <laughs> and they're constantly wondering if like the next person could have been the one how much of that is just having the option
0: just to like just be able to swipe yeah you know
1: because you like you think it's never going to end the carousel yeah. is never going to stop yeah you know what i mean so that's why it's just you're never going to be like this is you know that's why you just got to just pick something and roll with it because you're always going to be like turning your head just wondering like what if and you're never going to be satisfied in the constant chase that's why you have to figure out how to be already like good You know, in your own way, which is doing the kind of stuff that you really love at the end of the day.
0: That and also just from what I was getting from you is the commitment part of it, too. Yeah,
1: You have to commit to something. That's why a lot of people can't like they won't commit to something long enough to get past the part where they suck and they figure it out to reach some success. Because it takes real commitment because nothing you start is going to be amazing right away. You know this as someone that's doing stuff you're never gonna you're not like you know a, like a pro on day one no one is mm-hmm. you know so you have to be into it and that's why i can't be motivated by money because like you're not gonna be getting rich in the beginning oh no you're gonna like i said earlier you're gonna be losing money you're yeah. pay, you're actually paying to do this <laughs> yeah yeah definitely. you know what i mean it's like you're doing it for free you're paying to do it you're like this is costing me money and my time i'm like literally getting negative right now so most people see the negative that's all they see and they go, I better not do this. I better just, like, find something to, mm-hmm. to actually, you know, pay the bills. Because you got to survive. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, sometimes they just get comfortable with living a certain kind of way that they don't want to give up some of those comforts to do their dream because that takes sacrifice on, you know, resources and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you gotta, you got to really cut <clears throat> back, you know what I mean? Because you want to in, invest as much into your thing. You want to give it as much energy as possible so it has a potential to, you know, win. Mm-hmm. So if you're not giving enough energy then it's just not going to win no matter what even if it's an amazing idea
0: yeah and, and I think that's where I am right now it's, it's just investing as much time yeah. and energy as possible enough uh, resources and I mean, I'm pretty much all in you know you have it's, to be yeah you know it's, I n- that that point like
1: for myself I noticed a direct um, change and improvement in my stuff when I decided to go all in on it you know, I'm like no more like, you know, I'm kind of into it. I'm like, you know what? I'm all in. I believe in this is my thing. I'm I'm I call it leaning into it mm. like you lean all the way into it. Yeah. And I always notice like a direct reflection on success and results when I the harder I lean into it.
0: Because that, that's interesting that you say that, because I feel like that's where I'm at right now yeah. with this whole thing going on.
1: Yeah, that's how you have to be, man. Um, yeah, because when people meet you, they have no idea who you are. They're seeing you for the first time, you know, unless they did their research about you beforehand. But, like, most of the time they're not. They're just in, they're meeting you for the first time. And they got to be able to feel from you. And when you tell them what you're into, they got to be, they got to look at you and feel you and be like, you know what? That makes sense. Like, it doesn't look weird. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like when you watch a movie and you see an actor playing a role. You're not going like, oh, that doesn't make any fucking sense. It seems like they're that character. It seems like they're the person because they prepared ahead of time.
0: Yeah, they prepared and like we were talking about earlier, they believe yeah. in what, you know, or and they're really passionate yeah, about what
1: they're doing. because you look the part. Because yeah. you are the part. That's You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's why you look, why do you think these certain people that are professionals look like they're a professional? Because that's what a professional would do when you know what they know. Mm. You know what I mean? So if you're going to be like, I am a diet expert and you're out of shape, obese, and you're trying to tell people like hey like some I'm, of
0: these uh, cdc officials I'm, that are I, to
1: well yeah you know that's a whole thing I like know. they're <laughs> like the uh, epitome of health and i'm like i don't know i'll take advice from you when you look healthier than me <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean so to me the problem is when people are put into a, a position of power or professionalism and they don't look the part guess what happens it devalues that title because they don't command authority because look at them they don't even look like they they don't look like a professional so it just people tend this is what happens like in society in general it's like a bunch of quote unquote professionals that don't look the part are telling you stuff and their information could be true but because they don't look the part you're not you're like they don't know what they're talking about you're not even listening to them Mm -hmm. you automatically tune them out because they do not look like they know what they're talking about Mm -hmm. and that's why the way you present yourself is so important if you have a message that you feel like is important because otherwise, like people are just gonna blow you off and ignore you, or just think what you're saying is stupid because you don't even look like you're serious about it. Hmm. So that honestly goes a long way, and it's definitely an undervalued thing that people don't pay attention to.
0: Mm. And so, at that point in time, were you reading books? Were you, you were just Googling? You what, know, uh, what was it?
1: Like for like the books and stuff, what I ended I didn't get into reading until a couple of years ago and you just, when it comes to the books, anything you're trying to learn, there's probably a book for it. So yeah. that's where you start because people go like, Hey, they ask me, what, what do I, what do I read? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what you need. <laughs> How can you ask me what you need for your brain? Yeah. So books, I feel like are very personal and the books find you. The ones that you need are going to find you. Mm. Books that I read aren't going to do you any good because you're not trying to do what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like recommending anything is not necessarily ideal because, like, my goals are different than yours. Yeah, yeah, And you need to find, like, what's, you know, whatever you're looking for. But there is a book for pretty much anything that you're trying to learn. And yeah. so you end up going, like, okay, now that I'm aware about a book, because, you know, back in the day, I'm like, I don't need that. I don't need to read anything. I know everything already. You know, the Internet exists. <laughs> you think you could just, like, learn it through um, a podcast, YouTube video, whatever, you know? the reality is there's something about getting that same information from a book that you would get from a podcast or whatever because when someone writes a book they took the time to write out their idea a podcast is very uh, free flowing i'm just talking off the top of my head Mm -hmm. so it might not actually be as detailed and precise as it could be you know the messaging So that same person is writing it out and they're really giving you a message that's very like powerful and condensed versus just a podcast, which is just free flowing. Because I thought I was like, I'm learning, I'm doing podcasts, I'm learning so much and they are beneficial. But I think taking it to the next level is actually getting into books because that's where the real knowledge is at. I mean, honestly, people on podcasts are talking about stuff they read in a book. (laughs) <laughs> i'm just saying yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean there it's pretty much like why would you get the intermediate version when you can just get it like directly from the source mm. the author themselves you're basically getting their brain they're like here's De- my yeah. brain take it it's amazing i'm like how can you get this for so cheap <laughs> you know 10 it's 20 crazy 10, bro. 10 to 20 dollars and i know what you know
0: for like 30, 30 plus, or maybe however much years of experience that person had—that's well, what I'm saying. And per- like
1: that person literally struggled their whole life, probably, yeah. to learn this information that I can only get from like 1999. That's so crazy. So when I really put things in perspective, that's why I—that's re- why I think reading is so great and books are so amazing, because you can just get other people's minds mm-hmm. for that—you know—that time. It's just like it's so—it's it really, a shortcut. Yeah, it's literally a shortcut. It feels like you're cheating sometimes. Because like, other people don't know this stuff. You know what I mean? And to you, it sounds so basic. So you just realize that being smart is definitely beneficial. You want to know as much as possible so you can make your life as easy as possible so you can deal with that bullshit and just really do what you want to do.
0: That and, and adding on to what you're saying is is learning from people that have already yeah, gone through the stuff. It's, it's kind of like a shortcut. Yeah, there's no well. reason
1: for you to suffer as bad. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like you're still going to suffer, but why do you want to suffer that bad? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's just like the kind of example, I use this example all the time when I'm telling people stuff about, this is why it's important to like learn and do stuff and get information from other people. It's like, okay, let's say you're not a car guy, it's like, could you change your own oil? Yeah, I can go on YouTube, I can like do the research, I can learn how to do it and it'll take me way longer than just going to a pro that will do it way quicker because they got the information. So it's like, why would I suffer learning this the hard way when someone can just do it quickly, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I think for certain things though, like learning on your own is important Mm -hmm. for certain kind of things. Those are, you gotta figure it out, you know? So, and there's other things where you go like, you know what, I don't need to suffer that bad for that. They already did. So you have to decide and then you kind of do a combination of both because there is something to like doing something and then failing to learn that way. Cause it really reinforces the wrong, like I wasn't doing it right. Yeah. It's yeah. like pain is always the best thing that teaches you stuff. Cause you're like that fucking sucks. Yeah. I don't want to, I never want to feel that again. You know what I mean? So if it's a really painful thing, you do everything in your power to never experience said pain again. Mm-hmm. So it really imprints in your mind that like, Hey, don't do this fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's certain things that you learn the hard way. I call that learning it the hard way because yeah. that right there is like a switch it's like bam that thing is ruined because now that was so painful and then you can go you have some other stuff that you're kind of struggling with and you're like you know what instead of keep struggling with this thing I should just go to the pro they know what they're doing they loved it they researched it just as much as I love my thing they love this thing just as much that's that's the book mm. you know what I mean so then you just get the book Yeah. and it teaches you so much I've gotten so much value from books it's crazy
2: Mm. You know
1: what I mean? Cause it's like, how could uh, now that I'm into learning and I thought I didn't like that kind of stuff. Cause I was a terrible student. I'm like, there's not enough time in the day for me to learn all the things I want to learn. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sure yeah. you get that way too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So how, how okay. I want to ask you about hiring employees too, yeah. cause I feel like that's another huge step in the business process. Yeah.
1: You know, that's, you know, especially these days, it could be more difficult because, you know, obviously pandemic and I'm sure you're aware of like the great resignation, like people don't want to just do bullshit. You know what I mean? They don't want to feel like they're just another, like, you know, paper pusher slave and they're not cared about because in so many jobs, like the people are just like cracking the whip and they're looking at their their staff as like expendable. Like, hey, it's almost like slavery. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, I told you to show up at this time so you can show up. So one thing for me and as I've gotten my little team going is i don't try to burn them out like i don't because there's so many things you could do but you don't want to do everything because then your team gets fatigued and you have to realize that they're people they're not a robot so you have to treat these people with a lot of love and respect because they're caring about your thing as much as you care about your thing and that's that means a lot Mm -hmm. you know what i mean to get other people to believe in your vision and be like i'm going to show up for your vision because i think you're going the right way it's not easy to convince someone to not do their you know what they could have been doing and come join your thing it's really not it's it's extremely difficult to get people you know convinced on that kind of thing that's why it's important that you're a strong leader in your own thing and you believe in what you're doing Mm. because if you're not even excited about it how you going to get this employee over here to you know have that same excitement about your thing because that's what it takes to get something to really grow it's not just your excitement it's the excitement of the staff of the fans of the people of your customers you know what i mean mm-hmm. you have to get all these people involved in different kinds of ways mm-hmm. so you have to build that kind of like that's why i'm really big on like the relationship and building the relationships because that is the most important thing when it comes to anything you're doing the kind of relationships you have with the different people in your life mm-hmm. employees friends family romantic whatever it is yeah that's the you have to know what you're doing in that because it's not going to accidentally work out you know what i mean? So. Finding the key, right, kind of people, you have to talk to a lot of people. You have yeah. to meet a lot of people to see, like, who's into what you're into, mm. your tribe, you know? Like, hey, these people are into what I'm into. They wanna do stuff that I'm kind of doing. So they're gonna wanna tag along and learn and get the experience because with the kind of stuff that we're doing out at these events, we're not just, like, selling some peanut butter. We're, we're really interacting and meeting, you know, at this point we've met thousands and thousands of people. yeah, And I was telling my guys this, you know, earlier, I was like, you know look how much experience we're getting meeting all these people this is how you get good at stuff it's like how many people have this opportunity to have these conversations with this many people mostly not you know what I mean they're not getting that experience so they don't know what to do when they meet new people to try to interact with them. they just don't have the experience mm-hmm. so these kind of skills and experiences are definitely something that the average person doesn't get that's why the average person is not gonna be good at doing something so like you know out out with the people like that. So I think the kind of people that really want to get those kind of experiences, they want to get break out of their shell, they want to improve. They they know they want to do something, they might not know like what their thing is yet, but they want to learn and build up and get these kind of you know skills because when I was young, I did not have these skills. I never even had an opportunity to even learn skills like this. So it's a cool way for um, you know the right kind of people, that's the people that are in the team, they want to do this kind of stuff. They want to build up. They want to get better. And I've seen a lot of growth in just, like, how they are because they've become more comfortable just being in these kind of social settings. Mm. Like I said, that's not – like, when you see someone that's very good at that, that's not an accident. You know, they don't just, like – they did not just wake up and they're just like, wow, you can just talk to anyone. It definitely takes a lot of practice and it's a skill like yeah. anything else.
0: Yeah. And also, like, just being a leader, too. Yeah. And how how – um has that just came through experience or just for you how how
1: did that um yeah well because it's like you know when you're doing your own thing you're not thinking like hey i'm a leader no yeah 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 but here's what ends up happening i I feel like someone that becomes a leader they're just kind of just chosen people just start coming to them for certain kind of things you know what i mean like this is what i realized for myself because i never went around going i'm the leader yeah i'm the guy listen to everything i said because I th- I find this funny because like I don't like being told what to do I don't like telling anyone what to do but a lot of times people are asking me what to do so i might like, I find it funny that I'm like, doing stuff that I don't I wouldn't have even thought I would even like doing you know but you realize that people will look to you because people are very observant on on anyone you know anyone that's like doing something that people are paying attention even if you don't think they are they're watching and they're seeing and when you start like Improving your life and you start doing stuff, people will notice without you saying anything. They're going to be like, okay.
0: He's going. So he's. he's because
1: you're going to see him and you'd be like, uh, you'd say it's like the gym, you know, skinny kid. And you're like, ah, whatever. Look at this guy. But then over time, people see that you're super serious about it. They're like, wow, that guy's actually making. So they're going to notice this kind of stuff. Yeah. And because they're going to see where they're at. And they're like, I thought I was going hard, but this guy. <laughs> that's what they're gonna think Yeah. so over time they're, they're gonna start seeing that like hey this person's life is obviously improving things people are coming you know what I mean like mm-hmm. they're gonna want to know like what's up over time they're gonna f- try, to, try to find out it's true so that's the people going like hey you're the leader because I'm asking you now you know what I mean cuz like you don't go around just like telling anyone no. stuff that's not how it works It's like an unspoken thing it is I feel yeah. like it's just like weirdly like the people choose it so that's why it's a responsibility you know what I mean? You don't just like uh, act like it's no big deal because I take it mm-hmm. pretty seriously. I want I always try to make sure what I call take the time to take the time. If somebody comes to me, I don't just like blow them off. Like, hey, bro, I'm busy or hey, I'm busy. I can't do it. I'm like, hey, they're coming to me for something. So I should see what's like what it is because it takes a lot to go up to someone and be like, hey, man, I want to know what like this, you mm-hmm. know, because the guys come to me for like different kind of things. But I'm like, I already know what, what they're looking for now at this point because it's happened so many times. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to be like, make it difficult for them to, to ask for what they need. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. like the fact that they're already like saying something that's already hard enough for a lot of guys to put themselves like, out there to put the, cause that's, that's being very, the like guys are not used to being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Hey, you know, here's my opportunity to be vulnerable and be like, you know what? You got something that I, I, I want to have. That's pretty much what it is, mm-hmm. but I don't need you to be like, okay. Tell me all the things because that's, you know, that's really going to be difficult for someone to be like verbally say, you know, I need probably because it's not these kind of subjects are very, you know, I don't know how to describe it. They're just personal, you know, no guys don't like to admit certain things. So for me, I've just been doing what I've been doing for long enough where I can just tell I know why this person's coming to me. Mm -hmm. I I know that look in the eye, you know what I mean? So I'm going to make it easy for them to connect because a lot of times this is what i notice about the difference between men and women is a lot of times guys don't have a lot of friends it's true like you don't really have a lot of friends so when you're going through struggles what do you do most of the time you fucking go on the internet and like search shit you know what i mean and cuz you don't have anyone to talk to about it uh i know it's like women they have a bigger social circle so yeah. they're able to like Bounce ideas off each other, talk. And it's just, it's very therapeutic in a way. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But guys, they don't got that. They bottle it up Yep. and they don't know what they're doing. So I'm already aware of this because I've been guilty of this in the past. So I have to be like, Hey, you know, I know what you need because I know that this is a difficult thing to even like talk about. It is, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a time. Cause you're basically admitting like, I don't think I'm where I want to be. And that's not easy for a lot of people to say, you know what? I need help, man. They're not gonna say it like that, you know what I mean? But you gotta be able to like read read the energy of the person and be like, hey, you know, I know you're coming to me for a certain reason because you don't just come start chatting up a random dude, you know, on the re- on a regular like Tuesday afternoon. You yeah. know what I mean? That's not like a normal thing. So you just realize that as you're doing stuff, people are gonna come to you, <clears throat> and they're not they're only gonna be coming to you for like a handful of things. You know what I mean? It's, same with you, like mm-hmm. when people come to you for stuff. They don't normally come to you just for like random shit. It's probably like one of like three or four things mm-hmm. on average. So you just have to be able to know that. You know what I mean? But that's someone, cho- that's the people choosing, like, hey, I think you're a leader. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm coming to you to, you know, I, w- I want to know some stuff. You know what I mean? So, and then it's up to the person, whoever that is, to be like, okay, I'm ready to, you know, step up to it or I'm not ready to step up to it because you don't got to do mm-hmm. anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can just like just blow everyone off if you, yeah. if you wanted to. But for me, I knew how hard it was to get this knowledge that I have today. A lot of struggle, a lot of pain, like I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And a lot of time, and a lot of sacrifice. So for me, I'm like, I'm not going to deprive anyone that wants that knowledge if they want it from me. Who am I to go like, no, you can't have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? so I know how <clears> much of an impact knowing the stuff I know has had on me and how much better my life is because of it. And if these people want to have some of this i want them to have it too that's what it's all about like it's i can't be having all this fun by myself (laughs) i can't i'm having so much fun you know what i mean like to me it always makes me happiest when other people are having a good time it's not about just me having a good time like what good is having a good time by yourself that's not what it's about it's about the people that you care about having a good time too you want to be like hey look at all these people that are my friends are fucking killing it for real that's to me that's the coolest thing Yeah, you know, seeing where you were coming up, everyone coming up together. Yeah, it's a thing, you know, because like we're not competing because we're all doing different shit. Uh huh. And that's what it's all about. Like people don't realize that other people have dreams too, (laughs) you know, and them their dream being successful is not taken away from yours. Mm. It's really not. A small percentage of the people actually do something like this. They put themselves out there and go for it. That's like a very small percentage of the population. So if you really put it in perspective, these are the people that we need to be teaming up with. For real. Because I... it's such a small percentage of people. Like we need each other's like yeah. resources and help and cause it's not easy.
0: <clears throat> no. There's
1: a lot of shit that you deal with that you got no one to go to on this kind of stuff. A lot of struggle, a lot of pain. You gotta figure out a lot of shit. It's not, it's definitely not the easy route. No, no. So that's why it's important to- There's no up.
0: blueprint. You, you don't like no, no, no
1: specific blueprint that you can follow no that that's and that's the problem because people will see something that's successful they'll see like an influencer or something and they're doing a certain thing guess what everyone else starts doing they just start trying to copy what they're doing but in my opinion if someone's already doing something it's too late because you're never going to be good as the original so the thing is you gotta that's why you gotta figure some stuff out you gotta come up with your own blueprint that's It's you. Like it's only going to work for you because like you're it, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, instead of trying to just copy everyone else's, take the time to not just copy what everyone else is doing and think about something that can be special and unique to you that highlights all the things that you're amazing at because the things that work for the other people are highlighting all their amazing talents. That's why it's working for them because they highlighted it. Mm -hmm. So you have to figure out what your thing is and highlight that so people can uh, appreciate it. And you know, get value out of it. That's what it's about. Because you have to show the value. That's what makes things successful. Is like that is easily super valuable. So it makes sense why it's got that popularity. It's got that you know staying power. The whole thing. Because mm-hmm. the value, look, look, look at the iPhones and stuff. You know, it's a tremendous value. That's why everyone has them. Yeah. So it's the same thing with like anything that you're doing. You have to always look at it. Like, how is this benefiting other people? If it's not benefiting any other people, then this is why it's not being successful because it's not benefiting other people Mm -hmm. it's not about that's why i always constantly say it's not about yourself it's about the people because that's what you're going there you're serving them yeah you know what i mean it's it's a service you're not doing it for you you're doing it for them Mm -hmm. so you always have to make sure you you always prioritize the people you know make it all about them you know boost them up give them give them a lot of love the whole thing you know what i mean
0: yeah and now what is it 2.0 you have i think so oh. what is it, PowerCrew Power 2.0? Oh,
1: PowerCrew 20. Oh, Power 20, 20, 20. Like 20. Oh, 20, 20. I thought it was 2.0. 20% okay. boost, yeah. Yeah, you know, put the stick on your forehead, you get the energy boost. It's a whole <laughs> It's a whole thing, you know. It's like they, they really, it, it's just about spreading the positivity and spreading the love. You know, that's what got yeah. the whole thing rolling. It was really just like the sticker was me just, you know, spreading the love. You know what I mean? Like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Like you pick something and you roll with it. You know what I mean? And you got to believe in it because, you know, obviously, you know, like I've gone through lots of controversy. <laughs> it's part of it. Not everyone's going to love what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're going to be like, you know, for me, I, it's, there's always some kind of issue. There's a lot of love. but There's also people that don't love the love.
0: It's a thing. No, it is a thing. It's, it's like, I like, don't know what that, what, what is that? Is it the feeling that they have in, inside them?
1: I don't know. It's like, you know, back in the day, it's funny, <laughs> like when you're coming up and you don't have anyone paying attention to you, you're not used to this kind of, like, you know, the people, like, the negativity. Because it happens. Even though a lot of people love you, there's going to be equally amount of people that hate you. And I really thought about this because the, the media does a great job at this with the situation. They paint it in the way that they want you to paint it. So someone can look at me, and I, they can say I'm the most amazing person, nicest person ever. Or they can say I'm the most... Jerkest, meanest person ever based on their worldview. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's all, everything is always perspective at the end of the day. So you might see me as not not good for whatever reason because, like, the way you see the world, you see everything as bad. So you have to realize that not everyone is going to see things in a positive light no matter what you do. It comes with the territory. And you can't stop what you're doing because a couple people don't like it. Because at the end of the day, it's your life, it's not theirs. So cares you know what I mean just because they're feeling uncomfortable or insecure about your thing like you're not as long as you're not hurt you know you're not hurting anybody you know I'm not doing anything to anyone that doesn't want to do anything (laughs) you know what I mean so as long as you're not like going out of your way to like harass people or do anything like to sabotage them or anything negative like that then it's really none of anyone's business like what you do so if they don't like it that's really on them because I don't see how this even affects you how is looking at me doing my thing even affecting you? That sucks. I I think about that. I'm like, that sucks that I'm on your mind this much. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because like, I feel like you should be thinking about yourself and and how you're winning more than just thinking about how my thing's bothering you. Yeah, for sure. But it comes with the territory. People are gonna, people are gonna do it. And you have to be okay with that because there's no such thing as a person that's loved by 100% of people. It just doesn't exist
0: yeah and that thing it's like you put out what you receive so it's that you know they're putting out that energy it's it's
1: just coming right back to them exactly and there's a reason why like people like that they you know you never see them like being super successful because it's constantly trying to take down what other people are doing you know what i mean so that's why i feel bad for them because all that like negative energy is just destroys you at the end of the day it's a very powerful uh you know mindset that kind of energy it's powerful yeah you know it can really just spiral you downhill because you're constantly thinking that like someone else is doing something and that's taken away from you like that sucks imagine living and you think everyone's taken from you that's you know that's a very difficult it's a very difficult way to live that's why i just feel bad for these people you know i'm not even mad about it like it used to bother me back in the day but then i just really started having Mm -hmm. some compassion and just feeling bad for them because I, th- I know what I think about on the daily, and it's definitely not that, you know, I know what my my day looks like, and it's definitely not like that, so I literally, I it sucks. Because I wish you could be having as much fun as me. <laughs> like, no, for real, like, I want no, other people me. to be living their best life, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever their thing is, like, I feel like I get to do what I want to do, you know, on the daily. You know, it's like one of those kind of things, if, like, you're talking about, like, what your day looked like, and it sounds fake, you're doing something right. <laughs> you know what i mean like that's. i think that's cool you know what i mean so yeah yeah. and that will bother some people it will but it's like hey someone asked and i'm just trying to be like hey you can have this too sure you know for your thing that's the that's the thing that people don't realize is they can have whatever they want to have but they got to actually want it a lot of times like you don't know what you want and you float through your life and then you're like 30, 35, 40 years old and you just like got a ran you just were put into something, you know what i mean? <clears> you were just put into a random thing and you just start doing that job or that task or that thing, you it's know? Like drifting through life. You're literally just drifting. I'm like if you just drift you're going to end up not in a place you want to be. So you have to actually take the time to think about something that you actually want. Otherwise it's like a rudderless ship. You know what i mean? You're going nowhere. And time is your most valuable resource and you never get it back. And as more time goes by, you just realize how valuable it is. So you don't wanna be so, just let life happen to you. Because that's what happens to the average person. It's just happening to them. And then they're like, oh, I'm doing this. Like Everything just happens to them. The relationship they get into, it just happened. They had no idea, it just randomly happened. The job they got just randomly happened their their group of friends you know what they work at the job i have it's just random i'm not that they're not my favorite but it's better than nobody yeah you know what i mean so you don't want to be having stuff just happen to you if you want to have like the best you have to actually make it happen
0: Mm. yeah and and for me working at a hospital it's i i see people that are a little bit older yeah and i i really question how you know if they really live the life that they wanted to live too and for me, it's like, I, I don't want to end up in that position of yeah. of that position of regret or I should have, exactly. I should have, could have done that.
1: Yeah. Cause that's the thing. Like, you know, cause at the end of the day, people don't try things cause they're afraid of being embarrassed if it doesn't work out. But here's the reality. Nobody cares. Even if they are making fun of you for that brief period of time, could be, could be a couple minutes, a couple days, a couple hours, who knows, even years possibly, but eventually guess what's going to happen? Someone else is going to do something more embarrassing and they're going to forget about your thing. And then like, it just, people just move on. And honestly, if you're not embarrassed by it, like they can't, they're not going to do anything with it. It's because they know you're insecure about it is why they say these things. But if it doesn't even bother you, cause you're like, shit, I'm just trying some stuff. How am I going to know what I'm good at? If I don't try anything, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing. People are afraid to be a, a <laughs> beginner and just not be good at it mm. or for some reason, weirdly, doing your dream or your ideal thing is, like, that's putting yourself out there, I call it. And weirdly, that's worse than just, like, trying to do, like, a regular job. Yeah. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. Because, like, it... oh, how dare you try to bet on yourself? <laughs> it's, like, a weird concept, It's, you like, know? how
0: dare you work for someone else to build their dreams?
1: Yeah. The business, like, you know, for, for whatever reason, it's, it's like, discouraged to even yeah. try your own thing. Like, like, I don't know. It's pretty risky. They're just, you know, they're projecting their insecurity onto you because they didn't do it. So if they tell you that you di- that they didn't do it and then you don't do it, I'm like, okay, I made the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> but if they tell you not to do it and then you do do it and then you do make something of it, now they're questioning if they made the right decision. Because now the whole like what if could have been, but then guess what, man? Like sometimes it's just too late. Like too much time has gone by. It's like that thing can never be a thing now, you know. Because there's always a window for everything you're doing. Nothing is uh, forever. Mm. So that's what it. That's what it is, man. Like people are afraid to do their thing because they don't want to put themselves out there. Because what if people don't like it? Now your whole reputation Mm. or whatever is ruined. Apparently.
0: Yeah, I I think it's interesting. I think it goes back to um, historical times where. If you were, if you put yourself out there and you failed, yeah. you know, it was kind of like a a risk that you took and yep. maybe you got kicked out from the tribe. Yeah, then you died. die. And then you die. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it,
1: that's why high risk, high reward kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Because... You know, we think we're so evolved, but, like, we're still very basic. Yeah. You know, we really are. Like, we go, like, all those caveman days are so barbaric. I'm, like, think about the kind of stuff we're going to do the concrete now. jungle right now. You know, it's not, like, you know what? We're just very barbaric. Like, people are just barbaric. It's It's rough out there. I always constantly say this. The world is wild, if you really think about it. It is. Like, really, like, anything could happen. Seriously. Yeah. And I know sometimes, like, we're in our own little bubble, and we do our own routine every day, and we don't really think about much outside of it. But you know what? When I really started thinking about how crazy it's out there, like you never know what could happen to you.
0: Dude, you hear about this stuff about like World War, world war III with Russia and Ukraine and stuff That's like that? That's what I'm that? saying. Dude,
1: like, that is so crazy. I'm like, I, we're constantly under war. Yeah. Psychologically. Because so, not, not every war is like guns and killing. You know what I mean? It's like the dripping of the mind. And cause it, well, at the end of the day, I really realized the power of words. The power of words can shape the whole thought of the world. You know, with the way that they like maneuver, how they speak about certain things, the intention. Yeah, exactly. Because like, it's one way. Like when you watch the news, both sides do it. I'm like, you're listening to the the, the the fucking words they're using are triggering. They are. Yeah. They say shit to get you go like, oh yeah fuck him, you know what I mean, or Uh, whatever, like, they're wrong, and, like, if you're really paying attention to how they're speaking to you, they're literally brainwashing you, mm -hmm. because they're saying certain, the way that they say things, when you actually start paying attention to how they're saying it, that is not an accident, they're saying it like that on purpose, so you just realize that, holy shit, like, a lot of people, they're just, like, fucking soldiers for the war that they're not even aware that they're in, because they're repeating that stuff to other people and that's how it's spreading you know what i mean that's why like that's why words and thoughts are the most dangerous thing because of the way it spreads and will corrupt people's minds you know what i mean because like for all you know with all the propaganda you're told your life is a certain way and it's like oh we're the righteous ones and they're the ones that are the terrible terrorists That's what they think because they're trying to destroy your thing. But then you can also look at it from the other side's perspective. We look like the fucking terrorists and they're just trying to do their thing. So both sides are technically right. You know what I mean? In their, in their mind, Mm -hmm. they're doing the right thing. So it's all, it's all perspective at the end of the day. You know what I mean? But you have to be paying attention Mm -hmm. to the way people say things to you because they could be trying to do something like this. And especially when it comes to any ideas or anything political, this is when you got to really pay attention to it. Anything political, because I've noticed these days, I remember back in the day, politics never got brought up. Oh. That man. was just like you could have a normal conversation, having a good time, shooting the shit, laughing, playing, whatever. Nowadays, it's like everything has turned into a political issue. How do you think that happened? That wasn't an accident. I'm like, you're ruining all the fun. Like, I don't want to, like, no one. Here's what I know I've never seen someone that's really into politics be happy. <laughs> have you? No. I've literally never seen them with a big old smile on their face because they're having they're having so much fun living their best life, you know, never. So it's just like what ends up happening is people get so obsessed, literally obsessed, and that fuel like they get up this keeps fueling the negativity. It's it's really like honestly it's a sad thing, you know what I mean i feel like it's just getting worse and worse over time
0: it's crazy well one thing that i'm really interested in is is see, trying to see past the propaganda yeah and and looking for the actual truth like what's actually going on and who's implementing all the all of these um decisions mandates yeah. and stuff like that so you know, I don't know that's something that i'm really interested that's in that's
1: the thing because it's like fault it's like going down the rabbit it hole it is a because, rabbit hole like one person, they don't even actually know why they're doing what they're doing. They think, you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, you actually never know what the, that's the thing. That's the thing with truth. It's what you perceive it at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is why, like, atheists and people that are religious can never get along. They can never, like, do a debate where the other side's gonna be like, Yeah, you know what? You're right. <laughs> it's just not going to happen because your belief system, mm. the way you see the world, will protect itself. So no matter what, try to poke holes in your belief systems because like pretty much all of them have a, a hole. You, anyone can poke holes in your thing, mm-hmm. but you're not going to allow that to happen because you're all. If you did it, would destroy your identity. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you'd be yeah. so lost. So that's why having these kind of discussions with those kind of people, it's stu. It's pointless. It's literally pointless. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I'm not here to convince you of anything. Oh no. You know what I mean? No, like yeah. that's what it is, and I I don't understand. Well, I do understand why people get so, like, I need to convince you because it makes them feel more secure in their own thing. Uh But it's, like, to me, I'm, like, that seems like a waste of time. Mm. You know what I mean? Because why am I trying to ruin your thing? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you love it and you're into it, why do I got to be, like, hey, that's not real or whatever, you know what I mean, and try to crush your whole thing? That To me, that just seems as mean and pointless.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like, I don't know. To me, less politics, more fun. Oh, no, definitely, you
0: know? definitely, definitely. And uh, hopefully soon, you know, well, I mean, it's not it's not that bad here, but with the restrictions and stuff, yeah. how, how is that, you know? You know?
1: Yeah, because the thing is, here's what's interesting about the whole restrictions, because, you know, they're more apparent, but then they're also not as apparent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We'd be at these different events, and be like, oh, it sounds like it's be really restrictive. No, you know, it's but then it's not. The people are just like acting like not, you know, that doesn't seem like a pandemic to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, that's the whole thing. I think at a certain point, people are just like, you know what, fuck it. I already thought about this. Me being out there with all, because I've been meeting a lot of people during this pandemic. I've been really putting myself out there. Mm. And I already thought about this because we're not going to really know how bad it is or how bad it was until like years down the road. Once all the propaganda kind of like spills over and like we see it for what it is, because that's gonna take you know years, literally probably ten years from now, we're gonna be able to look back and go like, okay, this actually wasn't that bad, or this was like super crazy. So I already told myself, I'm like, you know what? Whenever that, I'm gonna look back and be like, dude, you were fucking reckless, man, being out there meeting all these people. If it if it, it turns out to be you know a super bad thing, yeah. But I'm like, you know what? I'm putting my body on the line for what I believe in you know, my thing. Yeah. I believe in what I'm doing, so I'm going to you know, lead from the front, so to speak, you know what I mean? So, luckily for me, I seem to have been fine doing everything I've been doing, you know. I Obviously, I try to stay clean and all that kind of stuff, but i've been definitely meeting a lot of people and it's awesome I've, I've i've seen a lot of people get sick it's like that's definitely something that's happening for, oh, for sure. sure like yeah, people yeah, yeah. Are, people are, were definitely getting pretty sick over christmas like that was definitely that definitely went around with for like i was like it seemed like everyone i knew yeah was like saying they got covid so yeah my mom got sick
0: too it was pretty yeah bad. so it's
1: definitely like a thing that's going yeah. on but i don't think people are at the point where they're like I, I i gotta stop living my life now you know what i mean we're like two years into this basically I think a lot of people are just like, you know what, we're just putting up with it, you know. But we did what we we're supposed to do for this period of time, and I'm just, they want to get back to kind of doing what they were doing before.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I don't really I see that. too
1: many people these days, and I know some are still doing it, but they just seem like they're just socializing and getting together. Like, you see it all the time now. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, it was like, whoa, no one's doing that. So people are just kind of just saying, yeah, Let's just roll. You know, there's only so much you can do at a certain point, because I think if you try to stop control everything all the way, it's just they're never going to get there at a certain point. You know what I mean? And you know how it is with like numbers. You see the numbers you want to (laughs) see. That's how it is with data in general. You know, anytime someone does a study on something, they they see what they want to see. They're not going to put everything that that doesn't go with my thing, you know, so just leave that out. Yeah. That's why that's why getting to the truth of stuff is always so, so difficult. It's, it and is tough. You go like, well, I'm not an expert. I'm not a scientist. What do I know? You know, I'm just a bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, I don't know because I'm definitely not that. So you have to start going like, okay, I don't know shit. And... You just, I just basically what I do is I just see whatever what happens to other people, you know what I mean, and then make a decision from that point on what I think is best. But mm. that's all you can really do. No mm. one knows anything. <laughs>
0: yeah, really. Yeah, for yeah. real. I don't know. It's, it's just it's just hearing um, like this guy Klaus Schwab talk about um, the fourth industrial revolution and how he wants to implement um, like that va- uh, COVID passports, vaccine passports, yeah. all that stuff, and like that. That's where I f- I feel like it gets kind of scary.
1: Yeah, you know, honestly, like it's it's funny, but it's like that's just more restrict. We already have these restrictions. That's <laughs> the thing. People are like, "Oh, they're going to track me. I'm like, dude, they already fucking track you. They're already you. tracking you, yet. Yeah. They're, mi- they're not putting a microchip in the vaccine. Like, you're carrying around a tracking device with you all the time. So, like, think about it, you know? So, it's like, come on. They don't need to do this. That sounds like way too much. Yeah. You know, uh, people are like, oh, you know, they're going to have, like, the social credit score. It's like, we already have a credit score. It's a thing. Yeah. You can't even get lease a place without good credit. You can't buy a car or get a car loan without good credit. So, it's like, what people don't realize is all the things we're saying we're scared of, we kind of already have we yeah. already have like a version of that everything's being tracked you're buying everything digitally so people are like you know I don't know like I'm, I don't want to get tracked I don't trust the man mm. and here's another thing too that I found interesting because yeah. I'm not telling anyone to or to not get vaccine it doesn't matter to me Uh huh. but when people go like I'm not gonna get the vaccine but I'm gonna do this other crazy shit that's doing all the weird reactions but that's somehow a thing and they're totally cool with that and they're not cool with the other idea is interesting to me yeah that's, that's all I'm gonna say yeah yeah. it's just interesting like that sounds just as crazy to me as the vaccine sounds you know if you really like think about it how's it any different yeah it's just a different kind of thing but for some reason people think it's less crazy because like we don't know like like people are just trying stuff you know what i mean they're trying to figure out what's going to best help them so you're really just experimenting on yourself at the end of the day you know yeah um i don't know it's just like i really don't think that this is like the the device to track you like some people were thinking i don't Mm. know to me that doesn't make any sense yeah yeah it just makes more sense just to do your phone
0: Well, yeah, uh, even they're listening right now. Uh, yeah, you know, the, uh, an ad will pop up on Instagram. That's it's what off. I'm saying. Yeah. Like,
1: uh, trust me, <laughs> like they're already tracking you, man. You're not, you're not off the grid. That's the only way you can like, get tracked if you're if you're off the grid. So I just kind of think it's kind of funny that people that are like not even off the grid are paranoid about this one thing, but they're not paranoid about all the other stuff that's going on. You know, they, they freely just log into free Wi-Fi and all this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's just weird to like choose certain things to be really like, you know, all in on, so to speak. Mm. You know, I don't know. Like if you really think about it, it's like what, like why would you want to track me? Think about it. You don't want to see what I'm doing. <laughs> no. no, definitely, you know, definitely not. Yeah, like you don't want to see this. Like, come on, think about it.
0: Well, what, what is this? uh one, thing with at at the NSA people like were storing pictures of dick pics and stuff (laughs)
1: like who wants that like why would you do such a thing you know (laughs) first of all nobody wants a dick pic no one's going like please like let me get one of those like no one (laughs) no one wants trust me nobody wants that nobody's asking for it it's not going to get you the result you want to get I just think it's fucking hilarious that dudes do this yeah why
0: It'll get. It'll probably give the opposite
1: reaction. I don't know. That's I a good know. question for the ladies. Like, how, out of <laughs> like a hundred dick pics that you've got how many of those actually actually led to like a date? You know what I mean? I just couldn't I don't know. For me, maybe is what if I, it's funny. This is, what, if this, like, is, this is what I think. You know, I, if it was like dressed up you, or something. You know what I was thinking? <laughs> I am like, I think I know why guys do this. It's like a weird way to shoot your shot. They know she's not gonna go out with them. They know it. So they do this action to like fail and it's like well they don't feel too bad about themselves because i wasn't taking it serious (laughs) versus if you worked up the courage to actually ask her out for real and she's like no dude that's way too you know that's too close to the heart you know what i mean so a lot of guys can't handle the actual getting rejected so they do some like bullshit like that to like pre-reject the rejection in a weird way it's a thing you know what i mean yeah yeah it's somehow because it's about like preserving your own um your own ego, ego at the end of the day like sometimes it's hard you know what she doesn't like you man it's okay you don't have to do a dick pic to disqualify <laughs> yourself she already disqualified you <laughs> she uh
0: disqualified you from passing your jeans on yeah you know that
1: you know that's that that's so
0: that's so barbaric that, Or like
1: well but i mean if you really think about it that's kind of what's happening yeah it is she's going like you know what if we had a kid That would not be ideal. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you could. Your genes are not worthy enough for me. Like, that would not be a strong offspring. And I don't think you could protect and provide for me, like, through the nine-month, you know, investment, the, the labor and all that kind of stuff. Because, like, that's definitely a thing. That's why they don't like you yeah like you don't got it you know what I mean yeah yeah. It's so funny <laughs> no one's actually like out loud thinking that but it's it, that's it's what, like, actually what it is it's actually what's happening you know <laughs> yeah. that's why it always makes sense like why things work out and why they don't because like it's obvious you know what I mean it's like well no shit <laughs> like those that, that, that doesn't look ideal <laughs> like I tell guys all the time put you and that girl that you're into right next to each other and does it look like it makes sense you know what I mean? Yeah. Can people go like, "Hey, that's a cute couple. That looks like it makes sense." Or is she looking all good and you're looking like a slob, mm. and you're wondering like, "Hey, I wonder why she doesn't like me." <laughs>
0: I-, I wonder how much of that is like like long term stuff too. Like capability wise, it's like, "Will will we be capable long term with our habits, with our?" Yeah,
1: I mean that's why you go out with someone. You know what I mean to yeah, see yeah. if like those kind of things are in alignment because uh, you don't know. You don't know in the beginning. You have yeah. no idea. who this... It's like a stranger. You yeah. know what I mean. So, but I don't know. It's all like it's just nature. At the end of the day, yeah. People like to think like we're so advanced. Like oh, you know, humans so advanced. We don't we don't do all the stuff like animals do. But it's honestly the same in a different way. Just because we have to do different things. But it's the it's same. Like co-
0: different mating calls for, for birds and stuff. They <laughs> like flop their
1: yeah feathers. Yeah, humans have mating calls too. That's what the thirst. It's called the thirst trap. Thirst trap. <laughs> I'm posting my thirst trap. Uh, Unfortunately for like mating calls for dudes don't work too well. You know, if you're posting a thirst trap as a guy, you're probably not going to get as much as you think. Oh, no. Yeah, It's almost like it's 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 mostly dudes. Yeah. I was observing that because I was like, you know what? I'm looking at one of these influencers. I don't know. Look at the comment section. Tons of thirsty dudes trying to get at him. So I was like, you know what? I I saw this other person that's a male influencer. And I was like, you know what? This guy's fit. He's in good shape. I feel like a lot of women would probably be into him. He's a strong guy. Right. And I'm like, you know what I wonder? I wonder if women are is going to be as thirsty as the guys are. You know what I mean? I was like, I wonder if it goes both ways. And this is like some, it's like a fitness influencer and I'm like, looking at the comment section and it's all fucking dudes King goals, Nat, you know, like a bunch of stuff like Natty. That. You know what I mean? It's just like a bunch of stuff like that. You know, trying to, it's just a bunch of dudes. So I'm like, you know what? I don't know about these thirst traps. I don't think thirst traps work because then you look at the kind of um, photos and stuff that the girls do comment on. It's not necessarily like the shirtless selfie. You know what I mean? It's not. It'd be like a dude in a nice suit or something. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that was weirdly more of a thirst trap than just like a shirtless selfie.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I wonder how much of that is... I'm just speculating here. Girls... Knowing that you know it, it, it is a possible, uh, that his genes are pretty good. Yeah, I I
1: don't know. I mean, I, I think there's that's a how good, much of that is th- that. That's a good question because yeah. I don't know because like you would think like, hey, Brit, dude, that seems ideal. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. strong, but for some reason, it doesn't have the same effect. Mm. You know, I, I I don't know why. That's something to ask. Yeah, I gotta like, I gotta get. I don't, <laughs> I don't know because I'm a guy. I like to me. It doesn't make it because obviously a guy sees a thirst trap and he's like, I'm ready to go. You know. I've seen everything I need to see. <laughs> but I think like a woman, she can't base it off of just like one thing because obviously they have more, you know, more requirements. Like just being attractive is not enough to like get get a girl into you. You know what I mean? Like that gets your foot in the door. Mm. But if you're opening up your mouth and you're sounding dumb and you're just, you know, not cool or not fun to be around, it's just not going to work out. You know what I mean? So it definitely requires more... Than just being strong and fit, or just being attractive, that just allows it to be easier for you. But you got to do other stuff as well. In my experience, yeah, you know so what that's I mean? just
0: like the surface level. Yeah, and there's like like something deeper beyond that, which is like the character. The... Exactly,
1: because they look for different things. Like the the main thing that I notice happens to people in general is they always project what they find attractive onto the other person. So guys will project, oh, you know, I like a nice, fit girl. So me being nice and fit, I'm in. You know what I mean? And then girls will be like, hey, I like got it, smart, it's got all this stuff, it's got the career going, so they'll be going hard on that. And the weird thing is, both people, they don't care about that in the other person. They care about other things. You know what I mean? So you have to really realize to put yourself in the best position is to actually identify what the opposite sex finds attractive if that's what you're trying to do. Not what you want, what would they want? If you want to get said kind of person into your life you know what i mean because it's like it's not an accident certain people are attracted to certain kind of things so if you want a certain kind of thing you have to be a certain kind of thing it's got to make sense Mm -hmm. I was saying earlier uh that's like the main thing that i noticed instead of all this like you know superficial stuff but that's what happens a lot of times when you're uh, like a young guy you just don't know any better (laughs) seriously yeah yeah. you think that the being fit or having a nice car or something like that is going to do all the work for you and it's like, you know what, for me, I'd rather have my mouth do all the work for me and just, like, talk. Yeah. You yeah. know, I don't want to, like, have, like, a, like a, an object do the work for me. I don't want to be just treated like a piece of meat because I'm fit. You know what I mean? I'm more than a piece of meat. You know what <laughs> I mean? I got, I got a brain, too. <laughs> but I'm serious, though. No, I know. You, you want someone to be like this. Like, you're on a date, and you're having a good time with the girl, and then, you know, maybe things get kind of crazy. And then she sees that you're fucking fit it's a nice little like surprise just little little spice it's like a nice on. little surprise like wow you're fit too i would have never guessed you know you didn't like lead with it you know what i mean yeah um, well i feel like
0: that when you're leading with your physical appearance your your outside materialistic yeah. stuff it attracts the wrong people too it, it
1: does you know because like so many times i'll meet someone and then they'll i'll be like at, a, at one of my events or something and i'll just be talking to them and meeting them and i just keep them moving and then they find out that i was doing the the rockstar jar vip experience they find out like that's my thing and they're like hey how come you didn't tell me i'm like what am i supposed to do go announce to the world like hey these are all the things i got so hey like me i'm like what, what do you like i didn't know i was supposed to do that <laughs> because i'm not leading you know what i mean it's just it's just a thing but mm-hmm. i'm talking to you like a regular person you know that's what it is i don't need to put on a show like tell you everything i do yeah, you shouldn't have to like you know do your resume every time you <laughs> you know you meet someone new yeah so yeah, yeah. it's all about it's just about learn. you know it's about the other person you know at the end of the day it mm. really is
0: mm. yeah we've been going for an hour and 30 Damn. i think yeah Yeah, hey,
1: that was that's a good, good. chat <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> well you know because i can go on for fucking hours dude you know yeah. how it is but i had a good time i appreciate I did, you ha- man. having me on here man dude appreciate you yeah. being here bro yeah
0: and, um, okay, this is something new that I want to do to end this. Um, for anyone listening, how, you know, if you had to give three pieces of just what you've learned throughout your journey so far, um, what whatever it is for people that are listening, what would you tell them, like, either to, you know, start something or just mindset-wise, yeah.
1: gym-wise, anything? Well, yeah, just, like, three things. Yeah, the main thing yeah. is... You have to find something that you actually love doing that you would do for free because you love it. Find that one thing that you can actually do no matter what and then get good at it. So you'll figure out what the thing is because I had a hardest time figuring this out. Like you're like, you know, what's your purpose? People talk about purpose all the time when you're trying to do self-development. They're like, you know, you had your purpose because then that's the that's like the root to your whole thing. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck is a purpose? I don't know what that is. You can't tell ask someone like, "Hey man, can you help me find my purpose?" <laughs> yeah. You can't. You know, you c- that's literally you have to discover it on your own. Mm-hmm. But I never knew how to discover this because I'm like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do?" <laughs> but here's what you, here's what I did, and I feel like this could help other people because I was clueless. You know what I mean? Here's what I did: anything that I did, like anything, and where I felt like a boost of energy, and I felt like, "Wow, I'm charged up. Like I can do this whole day." Like this, really, like just doing this made me charged up what i ended up doing was just keep doing that just keep doing that thing you know what i mean because you're going to find certain things that go like wow i feel really charged up or wow, i feel depleted from doing that i don't want to do that so be certain things in your life they're going to make you feel like a boost of energy so those things are your thing so what you need to do is get good at those things so just practice a lot you want to be able to get so good at something. That you can just like talk about it all the time. You know, you're not like searching for the words, like you just know it. Now you've become a source. I call it being a source. Hmm. You want to become a source for something. It can be anything, but you have to become the source. That way, people come to you for said thing. Now you're adding value to people's life because that's what it's all about. How are you going to add value to someone's life? So you have to be a source for something to add value to them. So you want to try to figure out what that is. And it's not going to just be, working out and being fit. It's not gonna be just being smart, but those are practices and tools you use to help you get good at your thing because they teach you how to learn and they teach you discipline. That's the great thing about working out and reading books and training. So when it comes to learning skills, because you wanna learn skills when you're coming up, like that's the goal is to have as many skills as possible so you can make your life easy. So you need to start learning how to learn skills. In order to learn, you need to learn how to learn first. So you need to pick your one thing and figure out how to how to get good at that because everyone's going to have a little bit of a different process. So once you have one thing that you can do, you're going to be like, oh, I want to learn this other skill. So I, what I do is like, oh, well, I know how to do this. So I'm going to do that same thing on this thing here. So like for me, I was into doing bodybuilding and working out. So I was like, well, I got big doing this sticking to the routine, doing the, doing that kind of stuff. So I did the same thing for like yoga. So then I got into yoga. I just took that same approach and did it to yoga. And then through yoga, I learned some other stuff like mindfulness, being present, like stuff like that. And I just took that to learn these other skills that I'm doing, like the social skills talking, and all that kind of stuff. So every time you acquire a new skill, you use that new skill to learn more new skills. It's kind of like a little bit of a shortcut. You know what I mean? So learning becomes easier over time As you start to develop the tools, it's just getting the ball rolling is the hardest part. So my main thing of advice is stick to it so you can at least get good at one thing. Because once you can get good at one thing, that means it's possible to be good at other stuff. It is. And it takes years and years and years. I've been trying to get better at stuff for over a decade. And just recently, it's become apparent to me, like, I can't believe I'm good at something. For one time in my life i'm actually good at something and i believe it and other people tell me this as well and to, once you ex- have that you're like wow i can't you're just like in shock seriously you don't even know it's a, it's a very hard to describe how that feels because you've worked so hard at something for so long with nothing and then now you've actually got something you know what i mean like the value you've built up the value Mm-hmm. But it's important to stick with it because it doesn't happen overnight. It literally takes you know ten to fifteen years. They say that's what they say in overnight success is ten to fifteen years in the making. It takes that long to get good enough at something, or it looks like you know what you're doing. So the key is to look like you know what you're doing by actually knowing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not just like pretending. You know what I mean? Because so many times they'll be like, "fake it till you make it," and all that kind of stuff. And there is some value to that because it puts you in the right kind of mindset. But being fake isn't going to make any, it's not going to make shit because people are going to see right through the fraud. You have to become whatever you're trying to be. Like literally, like I want to be, let's say you want to be an FBI special spy. That means you got to do shit that they would do. So it makes sense. So that's why it's important to like really want, that's the the point i was trying to make it. That's why it's important to really want what you're doing because otherwise you're not going to get good enough at it to do it at the end of the day.
0: And having, having that motivation, you could call it, to stick to it uh, as yeah. well. Like when the going gets tough.
1: It's going to get tough. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs>
0: when it does get tough,
1: yeah. As you're coming up, I can only speak from a man's perspective because I'm a guy. You're going to have like different relationships. Some of the women that you date aren't going to believe on your thing. They're going to be like, hey, this guy's not going anywhere. Maybe I picked the wrong thing, sinking ship, you know, like this kind of stuff or your time is gonna be spread and you're not gonna have like an ideal relationship or ideal thing you're trying to do, you're gonna be just like not doing it, you know what I mean? It's important to take the time to invest into yourself. It's true because like if you don't, then you'll never be good to anybody. You know what I mean? So take the time to invest in yours, especially when you're a young guy because you got so many years to build and you're in your 20s as a guy, you don't got shit. You don't know anything you don't got anything and this is the perfect time to be because you can just do your thing you know what i mean head down muck mode Monk mode yeah do your muck mode practice i promise you if you do your muck mode practice it will pay off later on you don't want to be having the little superficial fun. i know everyone looks like they're having a good time they're going they're doing all the fun shit, and you're like doing your muck mode practice in the gym eating your cold tupperware meal prep and you're like this fucking sucks everyone's <laughs> having all the fun but if you stick with it, you'll be winning in the long run because ta- that's what it takes. You're doing the shit that other people aren't doing to get good at stuff. That way, when 10 to 15 years go by, because that's how long it takes, you'll actually be good at something. You don't want to have 10 to 15 years blow by and you're not any better than you were before. That is not good. That means your value went down, technically, because like you had more time and now you're not having more. That's worse. You know You don't want to be a loser. It is what it is. You know, so that's my whole thing. It's like, just take the time to invest into yourself and believe in yourself. You don't want to let yourself down. You don't want to look in the mirror and be like, dude, I give up on you, man. (laughs) You know what I mean? A shell of your former self. Like, you're not as fit as you used to be. You're not Mm. as, uh, you don't have as much energy as you used to be. You're not having as much fun as you used to be. Things are a lot more difficult for you. And you're going to be like, damn, man. You're looking at yourself and you're like, what happened? Happens to so many people. Like, what happened, man? Remember when you used to be something? You never want to tell yourself that. I used to be something that that sucks. But it's a tragedy that happens to many men as they get older, because like they're not doing what they used to do. You know what I mean? And you never want to be. You don't want to be living like that. That's not ideal. That's not good for your self-esteem, your confidence to do more and provide a better life for yourself and the people you care about sure
0: and uh you know obviously epic spreads uh instagram
1: yeah at epic spreads you can follow the power crew at power Crew 20 or my personal at patrick shatter for all the sticker fun (laughs) depending what you're looking for (laughs) you know what i mean because it depends on the page so yeah are you you still doing yim is that yim fit yeah yeah well that's that's what i call my workout like the way i do my workout it's called yim fit it's yoga inspired movement it's like some yoga some calisthenics some gymnastics movements it's all body weight stuff, you know? So it's so if you don't have a gym or you want to be more in tune with your body, you can do that kind of stuff. To me, I've been seeing a lot of benefits from training more skills-based instead of just aesthetics-based. I've noticed a big increase in my life, you know, outside of the gym. And that's why you train hard in the gym because you want to get benefits outside of the gym, not just being big. That only gets you, like I told you, that only gets you so far. There's nothing wrong with it, but you gotta be doing more in my opinion.
0: Sure, all right.
1: Appreciate you. All right. Appreciate
0: it, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon.